When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Well, now you can with DraftKings. When you bet on any NFL game this week, DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. When a team scores, you score. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win, and probably the faster you can run with all those extra legs. To the bank, that is. <laughs> oh, this is why I don't go off script. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, that is DNVR, to bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with a promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to I Got Spit in My Throat When I Start the Show. That's good Broncos. It's sort of a podcast. It's sort of a YouTube show. It's uh, something that can't figure out what it is and ultimately is not good. It's not good. That's I'm accurate. Your, yeah, I'm your I'm your host, Brandon Perna. Will Keys, your other host. We are both hosts, neither co-host, just two hosts together. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to talk about the Broncos. We got some news here. Some insignificant news but uh you know anything uh that might help the broncos sweep the nfc east i'm about i'm about learning i want to learn that will i want you to tell me why the broncos can sweep the nfc east and then we'll do all of our game picks as we do every wednesday here today's episode brought to you by DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook app don't forget to use code DNVR. DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings. Um, and dang it, I'm hitting all the wrong buttons. Boom. There it is. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, that's probably confusing. I was hitting the wrong buttons on YouTube. Nothing's going. 
as planned to start this episode. And if you think I'm going to start over and re-record a better intro, you do not know me <laughs> at all. Will, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, That's a I lie, everybody. Got- Before the show started, he said he didn't <laughs> sleep well. So he's doing less than okay. You're not supposed to... Um, gotcha. You know, gotcha, you're journalism. Not to put your, your baggage on the listeners. Yeah, you are. Before the show. Only reason I started a, a YouTube channel was for therapeutic reasons. How's that going? <laughs> How's that working out? Uh, I'm alive. Healthy. Yeah, and where would you be without it? Probably working a nine to five. Yeah, same. Struggling That's to pay the bills. Now I work 80 hours a week and I can pay all my bills. <laughs> it's fair trade. Yeah. And you're a family man. I'm a family man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that- we will take a look at the uh, Patreon pickums as we oh, do yeah. every Wednesday before we pick all the games. I think a lot of people might have done poorly this last week, more upsets. But note, the Patreon Zoom meeting will be happening tomorrow, Thursday evening, during Thursday Night Football, so we'll we'll hang out. That's scheduled and on Patreon right now, patreon.com slash that's good sports. If you're a Patreon member, make sure to check it out so you have the Zoom link so you can join the Zoom meeting for all $10 patrons. All right, well, tell me about the Broncos. Besides it being both Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke's birthday today. Yeah, I thought that was really surprising. That's to weird. Me. I, had, I had no idea. And I saw them tweet it at the same time, but Teddy was like 21 seconds earlier. So if you want to read into that, it might just be wow. because he's, you know, the starting the quarterback. Yeah. yeah. But they had Drew Locke before. So somebody was, I saw a good tweet. Somebody said, Drew Locke taking a backseat to Teddy yet again. <laughs> yeah, I kind of Even feel bad for him. <laughs> that, like, yeah, you know, Drew Locke is like the uh, the Derek Watt of birthdays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a Frank Grimes, Homer Simpson situation. So oh, grimy. Such Teddy's, a good a little more, Teddy's a little more competent, so maybe yeah. not fair. Um, my question for you is, Teddy played – I thought he played really well against yeah. the Cowboys. Not a perfect game, but really well. Really um, really well for being sacked four times. Yes. Yeah. That, that's kind of his only problem because, you know, people like Andrew Mason have been tweeting out the numbers, the data. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Teddy's like 10th, 11th in, in a lot of important categories right now. Aside from um, getting sacked, he's really bad at that. So that might be something to work on. However, my question for you is if Teddy plays at this level for the rest of the season, if he plays steady Teddy the rest of the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Is that going to keep them from, from drafting a quarterback? No, I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to keep him from trading for a quarterback. Cause you know, that's yeah. You're going to do that regardless of trading uh, for Teddy a QB does. definite upgrade, drafting a QB possible upgrade. But if steady Teddy is as steady as Teddy can be, yes, then yeah, I mean, like if you're the Broncos, you don't have a lot of options. <laughs> you need to bring him back. Um, I think maybe as time goes, 
and he and Pat Shermer get more comfortable together. And, and, you know, unless see, that's the thing. Like there's so many layers there. If the Broncos are good enough where they're comfortable bringing back Teddy, then yeah. what kind of coaching changes do they make this off season? Right. Are you going to bring in a new offensive coordinator? Because then you could argue like if Teddy's playing well enough with Pat Shermer, then why would you get rid of Pat Shermer? Um, if they keep playing like they get, did against the Cowboys, which I don't think is feasible, I still don't trust this offense week to week. <laughs> I don't trust the running game to be as good and as effective it is throughout the course of a game as it was against Dallas. I do think the defense can always be competitive. It's just like this team is still a mystery to me. I, I wrote it off already, and then they put back-to-back -back wins against – a bad Washington team, but not a bad Cowboys team. So I think there's just too much to try to figure out. I 100% think they draft a quarterback, assuming they can't get a, a big um, free agent QB. And I'll say it right now, because I haven't for a while. Gardner Minshew. Just, <laughs> just get me Gardner Minshew. Just get me Gardner. That's very intriguing if they don't bring back Teddy. He's and the same quarterback, quarterback as Teddy. Right Just so much sexier. Teddy's pretty good looking. Yeah, no, Teddy's a good looking dude. Plus, we've you know we've seen yeah, that we outline in back, his pants before. We've seen yeah. his penis through a football pant before. Yeah, yeah Teddy throws uh, a belt. Like I'm, it's weird because I do root for Teddy. I want Teddy to ball. Uh, he played good last week, but like Teddy's like a good Teddy game is still. You know, just one touchdown. touchdown passes. Or, yeah, one touchdown pass, a sketchy uh, QB sneak rushing touchdown. You know, like, I want a good Teddy Bridgewater game to be 350 passing yards and three touchdowns. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why a guy like Matt Ryan was intriguing to us. Like, he's just coming off a game where he threw for 343, rushed for a touchdown, and threw two touchdowns. And he's the NFC player offensive player of the week or some shit like we don't see that from teddy the steady is like a good the difference between a really good game and a really bad game is there's not a lot there he's always pretty good yeah bad game, it's like he makes one or two mistakes that he wishes he could get back aside from the raiders game it's been pretty low variance in terms yeah. of what's been you know what he's done on the field um but I bring it up too because, and this is a day before Teddy goes out and beats the Cowboys in very efficient fashion. Yeah. But the Broncos sent basically their whole scouting department to go watch Ole Miss Liberty uh, down in Mississippi. And that, it's notable because there's not just one quarterback prospect in that uh, game, there's two. Yes. So you had Matt Corral on the Ole Miss side and Malik yeah. Willis. And who? On Malik Willis on the yes. Liberty side. The Liberty Flames. Yeah. So um, Corral was good. It wasn't his best game, but uh, he didn't have to do much. And Malik Willis probably had his worst game of the year. Um, I texted you a picture of me watching the game, and I asked if you were watching just on the off chance you found out that they were scouting. And you're like, no, I have a family. And I was like, good point. <laughs> yeah, Saturday is like the one day I uh... – can go outside or do something so we were yeah we were at the park i think exactly on when second you thought there. i'm i'm really glad you said that 
<laughs> I'd be really worried if you got into college football. Because college football is like a, you know, if you root for a team that plays at 7, 7.30 on Saturday nights, you're, <laughs> you're holed up for like 13 hours. Yeah. It's it can get a, really ugly. It's a beast I cannot yet tackle. I would love to be able to watch college football and enjoy it on Saturdays. It's just, that's a detach from football day for me. Yeah. Friday afternoon and Saturday. It's, during the season, it's like my only reprieve from YouTube and football. And a lot of times Fridays get screwed, so it's Saturday. Um, but I saw the the disrespect done to your guy, Carson Strong, yeah. on the uh, – was that who tweeted that out? ESPN or – I think it was Pro PFF. Football Pro Football Focus. Yeah. yeah, they don't even include arguably the top four, top three, top two quarterback playing right now. Yeah. In their hypothetical BS. Just wait till our quarterback episodes drop. I was, you know, I was disgusted. Um, I like a lot of quarterbacks on that list. The thing is, um, people have been talking bad about this quarterback class for like a year now. And my theory is just because it doesn't have like a Trevor Lawrence. Right. And if you look at how the 2021 class is playing right now, like nobody's knocking your socks off i think trevor lawrence would be in a good situation but you know that's just not the case Maybe. i saw um, him i think he'd you, still be struggling a little bit yeah in that buffalo game in the fourth quarter he has a wide open guy downfield yeah time to throw it and he just overthrows him like it would have ended the game and i kind of took out my critique of it from the best and worst because like it was so long but like as a first overall pick, you got to hit on those throws. You just have to hit on those throws. And um, mm -hmm. I think we saw Justin Fields miss a uh, an open player in the Steelers game early. And so, yeah, it's, you know, it's little things they have to learn to do better to, to get better in those situations. But I'll be happy if the Broncos take – are in or are in a position to get a guy like Carson Strong or uh, Corral too. Corral, whoever's going to come out that you know might be good. Um, you just don't know. I mean, like you had yeah. Mariota and Winston, the first two picks. What was that? 2015? 2015, yeah. 20, like that was wrong. Um, Broncos traded for <laughs> Paxton Lynch when Dak Prescott goes in the third. That was wrong. Brock Osweiler, the Broncos take. Uh, when Russell Wilson's still on the board, that's wrong. So you got to take some chances. <laughs> Just right or wrong, the Broncos don't have a long-term franchise QB. Teddy can get you by for a couple years, but I don't want to be on the Teddy Bridgewater train come 2025. You know what I mean? 2024. Yeah. I would be talking about the Aaron Rodgers exit plan or how we're going to find money to extend Russell Wilson or how we're going to extend the new best quarterback in the AFC West, Carson Strong, who I like because people are like, he's not mobile enough. He doesn't move around enough, but he throws great. He throws <laughs> the ball accurately all over the field, but God forbid I watch Peyton Manning. You don't need a mobile QB. It would be nice. It's sexy. It's fun. It lets you do some different things, but shit. Teddy's not mobile. I, I found myself really like this season more than any other 
and we've actually gotten our best quarterback play since Peyton Manning, but yeah, I found sure. myself longing for Peyton Manning the most yeah. of any time in the last six years. Probably because he's on TV more. Yeah, I think that helps. But I, I really um, – I genuinely do miss him, and I miss yeah. the experience of having uh, an elite quarterback. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy when those bubble screens used to work. The slant routes used to work. Any screen, really. Dude, the Broncos might be the worst screen team. It's awful. Ever. It's awful. They can't I, do it. They can't. I do, do have. Um, I have a little bit of renewed hope now for this offense. Just watching Quinn Miners. Quinn Miners. Yeah. No. Seriously. He can help your screen game for sure. He, he can. I, I assume so. Like he can't get much worse. Uh, I think Glasgow. You know, was a little iffy at times, and now he's out. He broke. He fractured a bone in his leg. Yeah, which is really unfortunate, but it does give Miners an opportunity. And you you draft a guard in the third round. You want him to be starting by the end of his rookie season. Um, We saw a couple clips. Like he sprung that Javante Williams 30-yard run. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just really intrigued by how well the run game looked, how good it looked. Um, I know the Cowboys aren't a good run defense, uh, generally speaking. They have two games left against the worst run defense in the league, Chargers. the LA Chargers. Chargers so that, gives baby. Me, that gives me hope uh, against the Chargers, plus the fact that you basically have two home games against them. You probably say the same thing against the Raiders. Um, you got one home game left against the Chiefs. You'd like to split that series. Uh, yeah, and the Chiefs' run defense, also not great. A little porous. A, a little, little porous. porous. There aren't many run defenses uh, good run defenses left. Um, but that gives me the hope that they have – it takes a while, I think, to establish an identity. And I think the Dallas game proved what their identity should be going forward, which is they have a top five defense and they're going to run the ball and they're going to run play action. And that's yeah. a very um, successful formula. It's kind of what the Browns are doing, and they should strive to be like the Browns. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, Javante Williams, I saw that stat about his missed tackle rate is second only to Chubb, Mm -hmm. uh, or the amount of missed tackles that he's forced. And he has 25 fewer carries than Nick Chubb. Derrick Henry was third on that list, and he had like 100 more carries than both guys. (laughs) But, um, like, lean into that. And yeah, he doesn't like the balance last week was great because Melvin Gordon didn't have like the, the yards per carry average, but he was key. He was key in situations. Yes. You like the split there. You like, I think it's, it's good to have both. It's good to use both skill sets because they bring different positive elements to the table. So against an Eagles team, that is better up front than they are in the secondary. Uh, you're probably looking to throw more against Philadelphia, but I would advise Pat Shermer to do what he did last week, and I will lay off the Shermering critiques. Uh, I don't trust him still. I think he'll figure out a way to lose that game. Um, but I think you know the Eagles ran the ball really well against the Chargers. I don't think they're going to have that that luxury against the Broncos. 
But we'll save that for the Eagles-Broncos predictions. What else happened in Broncos news, Will, before we go to the picks? Yeah, so COVID is kind of coming to play. And it it has taken out Justin Chernad, another linebacker, uh, is lost for – well, he's on the COVID list. Is and he vaxxed? Can he come I back believe to play? So. I believe okay. so. I believe both these players were vaxxed. And then you okay. got Michael O.J. Mudia, who has not played this season, who we've right. kind of been waiting for. Would be a very welcome addition to the secondary now, now with uh, Bryce Callahan out. Callahan um, out. Sertan's got a knee sprain. It's not serious. Yeah, but thank God. Thank God. Yeah, that no would have sh- really been. No shoot. Uh, no I think shoot. that's kind of the to borrow a term from Dave Damashek, the Jenga piece in the defense. Ooh. Yeah. I think that's the Jenga piece. Um, apparently, it wasn't Von Miller. It was the Jenga piece. No, but he's going to be the Jenga piece for the Rams, which is what's going to be crazy. <laughs> How do you add a Jenga piece? You play reverse Jenga. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it sounds like a much more boring game. Yeah. You start with all the pieces on the floor and then yeah. you put them back up. Can't like tell you that. how you win that, but <laughs> it's just the last it's the last player who has a turn. Same way I can't tell you how the Rams actually win a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, they didn't look very um you know, our our worst fears about Matthew Stafford were kind of realized in that game. But uh, one bad the game. Titans are good. The Titans are good. Titans are legit, bruh. Yeah. Um so the the next two games are gonna tell us a lot about yeah. the Broncos. And I think the Broncos get Natane Muti off of the COVID list. That's true. So They'll have Miners and uh, Moody. Moody. Bowles should Garrett Garrett Bowles should be back, and then you've got Calvin Anderson. He could probably you gotta find out. a way to keep Calvin Anderson in there, right? He played really well. Yeah, you have to. I, I don't. Know. Maybe he's better at left tackle, but he he just looked good. Yeah, he looked. He played really well. Um, so yeah, it, it, like against a decent Dallas front. Yeah. I think the the Eagles will pose better, uh, uh, more problems for the Broncos up front, but uh, we'll see. So we have the Eagles next week. Um, you really, really hope to win that game. Yes. Obviously. Yes. I believe there's a bye the week after. Oh, it's, kind of, it's kind of unfortunate timing because you hope that they can, you know, win three straight, and then you don't want them to cool off. But um, we'll take a bye. They probably need to rest up and get yeah. some players back. Two, three game game win streaks this season? Could happen. Uh, the game that's really going to tell us everything is home November 28th, LA Chargers. Ooh, yeah. That's going to tell us everything. Everything we need to know about this team. That, um, I think that, well, the next two games, obviously, that's going to tell us whether this team is going to the playoffs or another lost season. So it's it's going to be an exciting three weeks to be a fan of this team. Eagles, Chargers, Chiefs. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Let me tell you what else is exciting, Will. DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top rated a sports book app. Now, football fans, are you ready? Are you ready to score some free bets? 
Well, now you can when you bet on any NFL game, NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. Lowest scoring game last week, Bills-Jags, 6-9. So even if you bet on that game, you would have won. Uh, Drafting Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable. The opposite of the Broncos. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets with code DNVR. DNVR, 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 DNVR. DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, speaking of... Making picks. Let me bring up our picks from last week. Will let's do it. Free to play ESPN picks. Um. All right. Let's take a look at the group before we make our picks. Do we have a change atop? Oh, we do. Billy Bob Joe, you fell. Pee poop. Pee woo. He's tied. He's tied. Oh, he is tied. But it's the first time we have seen a name next to his in a while. Marco Palomo. Yeah. 90 wins for these these two fellers and just 46 losses. Uh, Marco, 90 points he scored last week. So very strong. P-Whoop, 70. We got Fred Barber with 70. Ryan Bodie, Dalton Massey, Travis Moody, all in the top there where's that's good sports uh-oh <laughs> we're page tours now well yeah there we are 79 and 57 just 60 points last week so just six games we got right um wow embarrassing i feel like i pick better when i don't have you on my team <laughs> I have to say, Will. I think um, no, it's totally fair, and I think arguing against one another and trying to come to some sort of consensus is probably not the best process for picking games. Um, no. You know, maybe next season we'll each have a team, but we got to stick with this th- yeah. the rest of the way. The uh, the problem the been it seemed like there's been too many lopsided games. We're not using like uh, our gut to pick. We're picking the wrong upsets as well. We've wasted yeah. a lot of picks on the Lions this year. You damn Lions. You damn dirty Lions. Who, Here's if, the, if the Broncos go on another win streak and say they beat the Eagles, beat the Chargers, beat the Chiefs, I feel like they are setting themselves up to lose to the Lions in December. Oh, don't say that. That's my feeling. I think the Lions are really bad. Oh, I mean, that's not, breaking, that's not breaking any news there, but they are a lot worse than we thought. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we'll start over here at Thursday Night Football. Seems like an easy pick to me. 97% of the people taking the Ravens. 
Dolphins, don't know if it's going to be Tua or Jacoby. I don't think it matters. Um, I'm picking the Ravens. You're not going to stop me, are you? I'm not going to stop you. Uh, however, I think this could be a sneaky close game if Tua plays. Fair enough. The Ravens well, defense. I don't know that the quarterback matters for, for Miami right no, now. No, it doesn't. Um, but I, I think we're going to see a competitive game. The Ravens make all their games competitive, and then they do. Uh, Lamar Jackson scores a ton of points late. He does. He's the MVP right now, in my opinion. You think and so? I had this take. I was going to talk about it it's a lot on GPS this morning, and then Good Morning Football did a whole Lamar Jackson's the MVP thing. So credit to me for being as good as a real NFL producer, but uh, also not credit for me for not being ahead of them. But after last week, it's just it seems clear to me he's the most important player to his team right now because the Ravens defense is bad. Not as bad as the Falcons defense, though. And they're coming off a big win over the Saints, who do have a good defense, but they don't have a quarterback. Nope. Take that back. They got Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill. Yes. That's two quarterbacks, not one. Um, (laughs) Falcons, Cowboys. Ooh, I think the Cowboys are getting a little too much respect here. 92% of the public are picking the Cowboys. They just had – they they're down 30 nothing with five minutes left in the game. Yeah. Come on. The Falcons are – the Falcons have really picked it up in recent weeks. Do the Cowboys have an answer for Kyle Pitts, for Cordero Patterson? For Matt Ryan. I Man, I really want to see Odell Beckham go to Atlanta. Uh, that's not going to happen. I, I know, but... Can we address he, this for a second? He Enough. would be all right there. He might be all right there. I'm so sick of this. Oh, we all are. I'm so sick of it. We all are. We were talking about a receiver who hasn't had a 100-yard game since 2019. I know. Since With Freddie pre- Kitchens. <laughs> Pre-COVID. The last time Odell was good was with Freddie Kitchens. Mm. Odell's rookie season was his best year. It Um, was. He averaged 108 yards a game. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's not going to happen again. Um, Let's see. The smart move, we would be better at this competition if we just did the smart play and picked the Cowboys, but um, that's boring. So we're going to take the Falcons. I put the Falcons in my power rankings at 10, Will. Yeah. I didn't even put the Cowboys on the list because as I admitted on GPS today, I forgot. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I got to double down on Hot Atlanta. They didn't play well. They didn't deserve to be in the power rankings. No, they did not. No. All right, Saints at Titans. Oh, God, this is going to be a random Saints win, isn't it? Sneaky good game. We got the sneak attack. <laughs> 14% of the people picking the Saints. Oh, my gosh. This, this okay. does feel like a game the Titans lose. Let's put something out there. The Titans' offense was not very good against the Rams. And it is the Rams' defense, so I'm not super concerned. But they got the pick six from Bayard, and then they got the pick from, I think it was David Long that set them up at like the two yard line for a very easy touchdown. But I'm like, there's no reason to think that the Titans offense is going to be okay without Derrick Henry based on last week. 
Um, and I don't think their defense is going to set him up like that every week because the Titans' defense is still average. I, you know, Jeffrey yeah. Simmons played out of his mind, but they're still an average defense. So the Titans were gifted, what, 14 points by the Rams? The pick six and the Matt Ryan or the Stafford interception. Uh, yeah. Right on the goal line. Whew. So you want to go Saints? I think I do. Fuck it. Dude, the Why Saints not? defense is really good. They can keep them in any game. Um, they weren't good against the Falcons, but that's – so that's why I'm a little bit high on the Falcons. Um, so I'll pick the Saints. I like both those teams. I like the Saints and I like the Falcons. All right. And I like Tennessee. Like, I don't want this to be a knock on uh, Titans fans, but. Uh, I do too. I just want to see them have a big offensive output without Derrick Henry. And it's only been one game, but you know, Adrian Peterson didn't look particularly effective. Um Strangely, their best running back was Deontay Foreman. Yeah. Um, so fall, yeah, man. we'll give it some time, but I'm gonna take yeah, I'm gonna take the Saints. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the school of hard knocks. The Indianapolis Colts are going to be premiering on HBO's in season hard knocks. Yeah, November baby. November 17th. If they win this game, then that's suddenly a, you know, a pretty interesting watch. Yeah. I think the Colts are a team on the rise. I would agree with you. They narrowly, you know, they're a really bad Carson Wentz interception away from being five and four. Yeah. They had a slow start to the season. Really slow start. It Very slow. Wentz was playing with uh, – Two sprained ankles, like Quentin Nelson was in and out of the lineup. They've had some injuries on defense as well. Uh, they also make sense in terms of needing Odell Beckham Jr. in terms of uh, a little bit of a receiving threat. But uh, Colts definitely going to beat the Jags because the Jags got lucky last week. All right. Here's a good game. Look at this, 55 people taking the Browns and 45% of the people taking the Patriots. Two teams, I don't know how good either are in terms of being like a true playoff team. And these two teams, both tied at five and four, might be vying for the final AFC wildcard spot uh, come yeah. January. So this is an important game for both teams. Yeah, give me the Browns. I like the Patriots. Um, obviously they're five and four, but I don't think their resume has been all that impressive given two wins against the Jets and then just demolished Sam Darnold and the Panthers last week, who've proven not to be a very good team. Um Yeah, I'm I'm on the Browns. I don't know about you. Yeah, that's right. They look really, really um, just confident against the Bengals. And, like, you know, we talked about the Broncos found an identity. The Browns kind of recaptured what their identity should have been uh, for a long time. They just felt everybody's talking about free Odell, but like free the Browns from Odell. Free Baker. Yeah. Free Baker, really. That should be the, the real storyline. 
this is freelancing and whining about not getting enough targets. Yeah. Here's my thought. The Browns and the Pats, I think they're about the same right now. The Browns, I believe, have a better quarterback currently in Baker Mayfield than Mac Jones. Not saying Mac Jones won't eventually be better than Baker, but right now I would take Baker over Mac Jones. Point the Browns. Two, you always worry about Bill Belichick game planning perfectly against his opponent, right? Like that's the advantage for the Patriots. I think you can't out game plan the Browns if the Browns go out and do what they do well, which is run the football. Like they just beat you physically up front with their offensive line and they run the ball down your throat. Now, the caveat here, the thing we would like to know is whether or not Nick Chubb will clear COVID protocols. Uh, He and a hand, I think the only running back not in the COVID protocol right now is Dearness Johnson. They need Nick Chubb out there. If Nick Chubb doesn't play, I think the Patriots win, but I think the Browns can beat the Patriots physically up front. And that takes away your Bill Belichick taking the opposing team's strength out of it because like you can game plan all you want, but the Browns just have a really good offensive line. And when that run game's clicking, they're hard to beat. So yeah, the next I mean, here, but this is gonna be a fun like morning game to watch. This will probably yeah. be one of the more competitive games, I would imagine. I agree. All right, Buffalo. You're getting we can so roll the Bills... through these next couple picks, probably. <laughs> What's that? We can probably roll through these next couple picks. Yeah, the Bills are getting the Broncos treatment. They just they just lost to the Jags. Now they get the Jets. So early in the season, the Broncos had the Giants, Jets, and Jags. I think Bills hmm. do bounce back here, but Mike White is playing for the Jets. That might be a bit of an issue. You're going to have to score more than six points. Buffalo. I can promise you that. Although, you know, Buffalo's defense is still um, – It's very good. Fantastic. I guess very I would have said the Jets' defense is better than the Jags, though, and – the Jags really stymied Buffalo's offense. Yeah, I mean, the Bills ran the ball like nine times. Yeah. I'm really worried. I think that's what we've both been worried about with the Bills is that they, they're not very balanced. And that would have been a, a game where Josh Allen's a little off. You'd like to fall back on a decent running game, you know, score more than nine points, all you have to do. And they end up dropping back like 54 times in the game. Um, So that was concerning, but I don't think they're losing to the Jags and the Jets two games in a row. Correct. Bills. Steelers. Don't want to think too much about this one. Yeah, I'll be taking the Steelers. Although I'm surprised it's only 95%. Should be 99. I don't know if it should be. I just think, you know, the general public is... Kind of, I don't know. I don't know why 5% are on the lines. There's some Lion fans out there. There's 5% of Lions fans are like, look, we can get it this week. <laughs> this is our week. Our shitty offense can go against one of the best defenses in the NFL and win. Um, To quote Patrick Mahomes on the Lions getting a win, I'll see it when I believe it. Ooh. What did he say that in reference to? Oh, he was at a golf tournament, and someone said, you have to watch out for Justin Herbert next year. Oh, that's right. He's like, I'll see it when I believe it. And then they lost to him. 
which, you know, you should have said I believe it when I see it, but whatever. He said it backwards. He said it backwards. He's done a lot of things backwards this year. Yes, he has. All right, Buccaneers coming off a bye week, going against the football team. Also coming off a bye week, right? Kind of strange that this is a rematch from the playoffs. Yeah. And 2% of the people believe Washington can win this game. Yeah. I'm I'm with the 98. Yeah. Tampa's going to. I guess the, the only thing to watch here is Washington's defense looked better against the Broncos. Given it was the Broncos. They did. Just a week later, the Broncos throttled Dallas. Um, and we all thought Washington's defense would be good this year. They haven't. So maybe their defense is a little more competitive in this game. Still think the Buccaneers win. Washington is going to be one of the teams that Denver has to compete with for a quarterback in the first round. Yeah. I have a feeling the Broncos are going to trade up this year because they're going to have yeah. to get past a couple of teams. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to jump way up. All right, Panthers, Cardinals. Not sure Kyler Murray's a go for the Cardinals yet. Um, Doesn't matter. Well, it does matter because this team got cursed. Yeah, they got cursed double hard because I put them number one in power rankings. The spin wheel landed on them, which really makes me think that the curse is not going to work this week. But This uh, is a real test for the curse. Yeah, But the curse has not failed us. No, I didn't think it was going to work last week with with the Cowboys. No, no. But it worked Um, in mysterious ways. The curse is the curse. Uh, I don't think we have any other choice but to pick the Panthers, right? PJ Walker. (laughs) Can we talk about XFL star PJ Walker? Walker? No, I'm going to pick the Cardinals here. Okay, fine. If I pick against the curse, I think that, well, I picked against it last week. It only strengthens the curse. All right, fuck it. We'll pick the Panthers. No, no, no. No, take the Cardinals. Take the Cardinals. Fuck it. We'll take the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's uh, Vikings Chargers. To me, these this is, these are like identical teams, uh, except the Chargers have uh, an actual good quarterback. Um, <laughs> every time you start to believe in either of these teams, their defense lets you down. Even in a win, the Chargers defense let me down. Um. The Vikings, though, they got a ton of off-field stuff going on right now from Dalvin Cook. They've got a player in the hospital with COVID who was vaccinated but still had to go to the hospital to treat his symptoms last night. Like They have like 29 people who are in close contact with that player. So my guess is the Chargers, and I would take the Chargers if all that wasn't happening, but it feels like a bad week for the Vikings. Yeah. I, I mean, Kirk's a good quarterback. He's just hilariously unclutch. Yeah. In clutch situations. Like that was all you need to know about the Vikings is Anthony Barr makes an incredible play to yeah. take the ball away from Lamar Jackson in overtime. <clears throat> and what are the, what do the Vikings do? Three golden opportunity, three and out. No respectable quarterback walks away from that game with an L. No. Like, you saw Roethlisberger do it uh, on Monday Night Football. You know 
guys like Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, they're all capitalized. Uh, Lamar Jackson, they're all going to capitalize in those situations. Um, hell, even Justin Herbert and the Chargers aren't losing late. So, yeah, we'll take them, There's, Chargers. Someone gifted them Dustin Hopkins. Yeah. Fix their biggest weakness. Dumb. Dumb. Aside from being 32nd against the run. Finally, the Chargers benefited from another team cutting a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> like the Chargers have. They famously cut uh, Young Way Koo. Mm-hmm. It took a bit, but he's bounced back and has been great for Atlanta. They cut Josh Lambeau, who then went down to Jacksonville and had like two really good seasons, but the Jags cut him. And now their guy, Matthew Wright, who got him a field goal for Matthew the first Rome. time this season, he missed three in a row last week. So don't cut a kicker if you've got a guy that. Yeah, I mean. Like the Vikings cut Daniel Carlson because he had a real like just a terrible game his rookie year. Like kickers are gonna struggle. You got to ride it out. The yeah. Broncos stuck with Brandon McManus, and now look where kinda they, are. they cut him, or they brought in Connor Barth. Yeah, they just had McManus on kickoff duties, but uh, eventually, yeah, they committed to him. Look at this. 75% of the people picking the Broncos back really on nervous. the map. <laughs> that makes me nervous. Wow. Wow. So quickly things change. We'll pick them for now. Yeah. And the Broncos are wearing um, the all orange uniforms. Oh. I like that. It's that a color rush feel, game? It's a color rush game. Makes me feel confident. Um, they didn't win it them last year. They got killed by Buffalo, but we'll yeah. throw that game out. But they won in the all-orange against the Steelers, the famous yeah. Shelby Harris interception. And wasn't that the the Thursday night Brock Osweiler win against the, the Colts? Yeah, in 2019, they won wearing them against the Lions. Okay. So, we like it. That's a good luck charm. Let's, wow. You know. Pray that uh, those orange uniforms are here to stay. Maybe yeah. not the all orange, but the orange jerseys, the D we like logo the on jerseys. the helmet. Look at this fighter shade of blue. Eighty-one percent on the Packers. Yeah, and that's we don't know for sure. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers play. cleared, and we do know that Russell Wilson's playing. Yeah, he's this concussion. He dipped his finger in concussion water and it was cured <laughs> instantly. It's cured. He's like, why don't I try this? And it's just like the fountain of youth. Um, let's see. This is very interesting to me because yeah. I can be talked into the Seahawks making a late season run. Yeah, I can too. I kind of want to pick them. It's basically there's two X factors here. Okay, you're getting the 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 boost by Russell Wilson coming back, Huge and I think boost. that's going to be a big boost for the Seahawks. But you're also getting possibly the boost of Aaron Rodgers coming back when he has been ridiculed harder than he ever has in his life, and we know that is what fuels him. Mm-hmm. Disbelief in Aaron Rodgers is what makes him play better. It willed him to an MVP season last year, and I don't know which X Factor is stronger, Will. Well, we know that one X Factor is happening. We're yes, not sure that Wilson. Aaron Rodgers is going to be cleared, although I have a good feeling about it. I think he will. Um Ah, I'll take the Seahawks with you. Let's do it. It's basically we're Broncos fans are seeing which quarterback they really want next season. (laughs) 
pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ooh, Raiders and Chiefs. Oh. This is an easy one for me. I would have been high on the Raiders in this game had their franchise not been imploded Crumb. by just horrible <laughs> things the last two weeks. The yeah, I mean it's it's been said this week, but how bad the 2020 draft class has been yeah. is uh, hilarious. No, will come that. February. That is a video we will be doing the worst single draft by any by one team, and it's will be the Raiders in 2020. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're gonna take the Chiefs. Um, Damon Arnett gone, Henry Ruggs gone. The Raiders do not look good without with all of that stuff happening, and. The Chiefs don't look good either. Like, this is not a no. slam dunk for the Chiefs. I just think the intangibles here are going to be too much for the Raiders to overcome. Yeah, and the Chiefs have kind of, like, defaulted into a two-game win streak with wins over the Giants and the Packers with Jordan Love at home. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, like, it's going to – it's hard not to pick up steam after winning two games in a row, no matter how you do it. Um. Yep. Yeah, it's – just, I'll be happy if the Raiders, the Raiders are going to crumble. Yeah. We know right. this is true. Oh, that's a primetime game too. Dang. That's okay. Sunday night. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Rams, 49ers, Monday night football. Yeah. Uh, this is a – I'm done not, believing in the 49ers. I'm just – Yeah. Kidding. No, I, I can't. I can't endorse what I saw out of the 49ers last week. They, no. I read an interesting piece on the ringer about – like Kyle Shanahan, the coach versus Kyle Shanahan, like the personnel guy. Oh, and wow. if so, let's say Vic Fangio was fired, would Kyle Shanahan be an ideal replacement? Saying, you know, if hypothetically he got fired too? Well, say that again. Yeah. So Vic Fangio and Kyle Shanahan both, both got, fired. got fired. Okay. Would you be happy with Kyle Shanahan as a replacement? Mm, I want Kyle Shanahan offensive coordinator. I mean, I would too. <laughs> but I mean, uh, can we keep Vic Fangio and just replace Shermer with Kyle Shanahan? I don't I think Kyle Shanahan's going to get fired. Awesome. Like he and John Lynch just signed like what five year extensions? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen either. Yeah. But, you know, people have been really coming to this conclusion lately that, you know, he's been there for five seasons now, and he's got a losing record in four of them. Matt Nagy has a better record than Kyle Shanahan, I saw. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to, like, he's made some questionable moves. Like, you know, that uh, article pointed out, like, they drafted Joe Williams, who's nowhere to be found, who was a running back. The Brandon Ayuk pick. He just right. doesn't use him. The Dante Pettis pick. Um, they drafted Trey Sermon this year, and they're using Elijah Mitchell way more. So he gets like bizarrely, his biggest playmakers turn out to be these late rounders, undrafted guys, and the guys he spends big on on offense. Like, and you can throw Trey Lance in there right now too. Yeah, are just total non-factors. Yeah, they need to probably take the Rams approach where you just leverage your first and second round picks for proven NFL talent. And if you can keep hitting on late picks, 
like you're doing with some of those other guys you just mentioned, then you'll be all right. Um, yeah. And it, it's all going to come down to whether or not Trey Lance is the guy. Like, totally. If he's great, then you can – that's the thing. Like when you have a great quarterback, you can whiff on a lot of draft picks because that QB is going to make up for him. Yeah. The Patriots and Tom Brady did it for years. Um, also, like average draft picks turn out to look great. So guys, I think guys like Julius Thomas who just tore it up with Peyton Manning and then he leaves – and he's not the same. You know what I mean? Even like uh, the Saints got the most out of Jimmy Graham. And then he went on and played with other good quarterbacks and teams. Just never had the same success. So it's mm-hmm. it's about a fit. It's You can do a lot when you have a good quarterback. I don't know if Trey Lance is that guy. It seems like if he were that guy, he'd be playing right now. He should um, be playing right now because he's healthy. And so, they're three and five in yeah. the NFC West. It's it's time to like see what you got with that guy because you gave up a lot to get him. So yeah, agreed. And that's not just Kyle Shanahan. That's Kyle and John Lynch. And then also you have to look at your scouting department if, if that's happening as well, but you know, maybe Kyle should have taken, should take a note from his dad where too much personnel power is not good. No, it's actually really interesting that you said that because what brought down Mike Shanahan is like he just couldn't draft defense late in his yeah. career. He had yeah. really like no idea what he's doing. Jarvis Moss. Um, that was such like, a bad pick. Tim Crowder, Marcus Thomas were all one draft. They traded for all of like the Cleveland Browns defensive players one year. Yeah, that was bizarre. I mean, their best moves were just you know signing or trading for Champ Bailey and uh, yeah. signing John Lynch. They yeah they they uh, brought in Dale Carter. There's a lot of a lot of bad decisions after Elway and Davis were gone. Yeah. All right. Well, we did our picks. We made all the picks. Took some yeah. risks today, Will. I feel good about it. Maybe we get back on the front page. The front page. I think that's our goal now is to just climb into the top 20. Yeah. We're like Aaron Rodgers. We're good when we're bad. <laughs> Interesting. What? Something. Anyway. Seen. Uh, Thursday night, Patreon, don't forget. Yep. Good night. John Elway played his whole career with one ACL. Good luck. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Well, now you can with DraftKings. When you bet on any NFL game this week, DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. When a team scores, you score. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win, and probably the faster you can run with all those extra legs. To the bank, that is. <laughs> oh, this is why I don't go off script. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, that is DNVR, to bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with a promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.